place in West Covina, California. It's the Food Show! Hey! What's up, everybody? I am Joe C. And I'm Josh. And thank you all very much for listening to the Food Bar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod on most major podcast apps, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Food Bar Show. That's FWBarshow.com. And FWBarshow is our handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll fill it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foo? Always. Yes. On tap today, we have Steph. What's up, my dudes? Hi, Steph. Hi, Steph. I, I mean, if you're going to be this regular, should we just continue <laughs> introducing you or are you just part of it now? Um, I like the way you guys introduce everything first and then I'll just come in later. Welcome, Steph. Thanks. <laughs> Why do they go with that? Welcome to the show. <laughs> Just keep it like it is. <laughs> well, shit, man. I uh, so we record this on a Tuesday. We're, yes, sir. Uh, but we had an interesting weekend. Oh, yeah. uh, we had uh, we saw the fight over at DJ No Chill's house. DJ No Chill. DJ No Chill. That's right. And um, DJ No Chill. DJ No Chill. <laughs> and you know what, man? He he was uh, he was pretty chilled out for the most part. Most part, but you know there was a I'll, point where I'll you were e- in the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were uh, equally as drunk at some point, though. I don't so, want to talk uh, about it. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, is that not what we're doing here? <laughs> is, that, is, is that not what we're about here, son? Uh huh. Okay. Listen, continue, man. Continue with I your thought, story. I thought we were having a party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought did. we were gonna enjoy some drinks. <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay. Well, go ahead. C- continue your story, sir. Well, one of the things that I wanted to talk about, which is, I mean, what are the odds? And after you hear what the fuck happened. I mean, you're going to be like, what are the odds? Now, now, the first round was, um, it was unfortunate because it didn't turn out so well. Somebody actually got hurt. First round of what, man? What are, you, what are we talking about here? Well, the screen door at DJ No Chill's house. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, so what happened was that um, Josh, Josh's sister went. It was a family affair. Yes. Yeah, so so my, my sister had gone inside to use the restroom. Um, and there was a screen door and how they have it. They have like three steps going mm-hmm. up. They're slightly steep, especially if you're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, so my sister had just recently uh, started recovering from a dislocated ankle yeah. and a strained Achilles tendon. Poor thing. So she's come. She had a few. She had a few drinks already at this point, stealing them from our mom, mind you. And she. Uh, she's 21. She's 21. She's 21. Oh, okay. So, but she just stole my mom's drinks. She looks very young. Yeah, no kidding. Um, she looks like 16. Uh, so, um, I see her coming, coming out. I'm like, okay. And then she just barrels through the screen door. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So she goes through, but she doesn't like fall. She steps through it. It pops off and she tries to catch it, but she lets it go. And instead she like just lets it go flat and tries not to step on it. So she steps to the side and puts all of her weight on Um, the ankle that was messed up. Yeah. And she immediately just dropped to the floor crying. So I just jumped up. I was like, oh shit, jumped up, went over there. I'm like, oh shit, are you okay? Are you okay? You know, I tried picking her up to get her inside. Eventually we did, you know, after she kind of realized, oh shit, everyone's looking at me right now. She, you know, I picked her up. I took her inside um, we laid her down, so then... So it was funny until sh- we realized that she that got she was pretty hurt. hurt. Yeah. yeah, so I came out, I told everyone she's fine, she was hurt, but you know, she's fine. So, 
five, ten minutes past? Yeah, I would say more like 15 minutes okay. past, and your aunt goes into the house. <laughs> yes, my aunt, well, my aunt was in the house with my, my dad's younger sister. Um, she was in the house with my mom, helping mm-hmm. take care of her. Yeah. So, like he said, about 15 minutes later, mm-hmm. my aunt <laughs> walks out of the house. <laughs> And takes down the screen door. Oh my god! <laughs> and uh, and what? Like I would say, I, twenty minutes later. Now, now at hold this on, point, hold on. You had okay. prefaced this though, because okay. there was a. My last name is Nick and Ig. Right. So there was a preface. You know, right after this happened, it's like, oh my god, where's the trifecta? Where's the trifecta? Well, we're just looking you for know? like somebody to. So somebody from yeah. his family and his last name, you know, to, to barrel through, to this, barrel through the screen, screen door. door. So which is, I gotta give props to the screen door factory. Oh, dude, that thing—they built a champion thing was a, of a screen door. This is a, a sliding screen a door, sliding not yeah, a similar screen to one. similar right. to one we we have. Um, right. So he he then said that, um, and then uh, you know, well, time passes. Me, uh, well, the the food joined us. He, he uh, uh, he's currently he, uh, he I think he said he tur- he left the stove on in Futopia. Yeah, so he, so he had make to go, it in he, today. Yeah, yeah. He, he had to, <laughs> he had to work, uh, you know, finagle some things to kind of get back there. Right, right. You know? So, um, but but he was he was there at the party with uh, with DJ No Chill. DJ No Chill. DJ No Chill. He was. And and me and him were talking, and and we're just like, dude, that's so funny. How funny would it be if like Josh or his dad would barrel through the through the screen door? And it's like we cued it because right after we said that, <laughs> oh my god, we just god. see this guy just barrel through the fucking screen door, okay. and everybody oh. was like, "What are the fucking odds of this happening?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, me and the food were just like, "High five, motherfucker!" <laughs> like, it, it couldn't have gone more perfect than it went. Okay, in my defense, I was drunk. <laughs> And we then, all were drunk. Shut the fuck up. And two, <laughs> it happened twice before, so it wasn't only me. <laughs> yeah, but your your shut last up. name had everything to do with that situation. Shut up. Right. And then no. three, and then oh, and three, geez. I didn't break it. I immediately caught it and immediately put it right back up. So it wasn't like Nevertheless, super embarrassing. Shut up. So me, so me and the food were talking, and we're just like, hey man, because um, your brother lives over in San Francisco. We're just like, we're just gonna buy a, a red eye for this motherfucker to come down and just barrel through the screen door and peace out. <laughs> just to make it complete. Just, just to, to make well, it complete. And then set. call your sister yeah, too. Call, yeah, then call. So, actually, yeah. It's yeah. like Ash, get over here. We need to do it's an emergency. We promise. <laughs> It'll be totally worth. Show enough. <laughs> and, get her. and that dog just keeps getting oh, in the way dude, every just, time. You know what? He thinks there's a snack. That's <laughs> it was uh, one of those things where, like, it was so fucking perfect. You can't write that. No, you can't. You can't. And it I, was out of a sitcom. I was just like, it was so. Fuck. Fucking funny. I was, I was kind of, I was kind of a little embarrassed, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. If it takes attention off my sister, all right, I'll own it. I think by then the attention was already. Yeah, off I think it was way up. Jeez, that's all the entertainment you need. Oh uh, no, there was more. I mean, there was my drunk dancing, of course. That was, you, you yeah, know, as usual, per usual. Classic. The classic Josh, drunk. Yes. Drunk Josh. Classic. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was your wonderful husband getting beyond shit faced. I thought we were there to party. <laughs> Um, I mean, well, well, you know what, man? No, no, no. It's not. It's not a bad thing, man. I I applaud you because no one knows how to party like you do. 
because this guy, he he every like five minutes, he's like, I'm gonna go have some water. Comes back with the Bud Light. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's my water. And then <laughs> and then like again, he's like, shots, shots. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I thought we were to party. I thought we were to party. He fucking turned into fucking Randy Marshall all of a sudden. Yeah, well, I thought it was America. This is America. Yeah, that's and him. So. He just kept taking shot after shot after shot. It got to the point where this guy was like that, you know, that that slow child that you just have to pay attention to at parties just in case they kind of get lost or something happens. Just to, to make them. sure they're okay. Yeah, yeah, that's your husband. That's your husband when he's beyond well, shit fuck face. Fuck you guys. That's what I thought. Oh, we're all partying outside. We're like, hey, where does he go? You haven't seen him in like 15 minutes. Right, you know there's something wrong when he stops talking. <laughs> when it's quiet you, for 15 when, minutes, then you know something's wrong because it's like, okay, where'd he go? Well, your, your cousin, um, who, who I've mentioned already. Uh, <laughs> DJ yes. No Chill. Well, he kept, no Chill. Yes. He kept, uh, <laughs> he kept insisting that, you know, we all take shots because... Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing like drinking dark rum <laughs> in a small little oh, form. Yes, the fantastic uh, dark rum as a shot. That's the that whose genius idea was fucking that. That was Ugh. the food. The food brought the uh, the cracking. You got the cracking. Yeah, the That's cracking not came out. That's something that you shoot. You no. drink it. But he saw the it. alcohol content. He's just like, this will do. Yeah, we had like <laughs> we had a shot of that. We had a shot of James or no Jack Daniels. We had a shot of fucking mm-hmm. tequila, the Casadores. All three of them. Yeah, did whatever not mix was alcoholic, well. we had it. It was. It was. A, uh, you it know, was what? I'm surprised at DJ No Chill's house. There wasn't just like a handle of vodka. <laughs> oh, there was. There's oh, two. Gross. <laughs> like there Kirkland's. There's one Kirkland's yeah. and yeah. one like uh, Grey Goose, I think, or Svetka. One of the one of the big ass skinny bottles. But I'm a little proud of him, man. He didn't get too out of hand. Uh, I, he disappeared at some point. Yes, he did. Yeah. He did. I think he uh, just knocked out. I think he just knocked out, nice. especially towards the end. We all, we're all just fuck. I mean, I was surprised we all stayed up. Like, mm-hmm. we were still standing. We were still mm-hmm. drinking. Like, towards the end of the night, we left. We all left, like, around 2.30. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and the food. That 2.30 snuck up, snuck oh, up on dude, us, like, sick real time, quick. Big time. All of yeah. a sudden, just came out of nowhere. Like, the cops even came. I had to go talk the to the cops. The cops showed up? Oh, yeah. The co- oh, yeah, you were that I don't remember the, yeah. la- the latter part of the evening. Yeah, the cops, co- the cops showed up, like, around 11.30, and mm-hmm. no one was around. I was like, oh, fuck. So uh-huh. I walked out there. I'm like, hi, hi, Mr. Officer. He's just like, are you the homeowner? I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm the uh, nephew. Is, there, is everything okay? You need us to turn down the music? And he's just like, yeah, can you turn on the music and have the homeowner uh, come out here, please? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I walked out, grabbed my needle. I'm like, hey, Nino, fucking get your ass out there. The cops are out here. Hurry up. So I went to the DJ. I'm like, hey, dude, cut that shit. Cut that shit. He's oh, right wow. out here. I was yeah. not aware of that. Yeah, when the music kind of started dying down, that's when the cops came. Mm. So, um yeah, and then uh, all you hear is uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, well, the cop said it was fun. <laughs> and then we shotgunned a beer right before we left, and that was like the turning point for me. I was like, ooh. Yeah, I don't remember get uh, the the drive home or just pretty much the last part. I of that remember you stumbling in. Oh yeah, so you got a story there. So uh, so I come home, <laughs> and what happens? Well, you try to take off your necklace, your TFE necklace that you always wear every day. All right, and. I, I don't think I was very successful. You successfully took it off, oh. but then you were trying to put it back mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. before you put it away. Okay. And it's just like you're on two feet and you're like balancing <laughs> on a balancing board. Did he spread his legs wide like like he normally does? No, when no, he no, no. Oh, they were. Okay. He was at a narrow stance, which made <laughs> it even worse. Mm-hmm. And it's just like all jiggly, <laughs> trying to piece this thing together. And he's like, he's putting it real close to his face. And then at some point, he just gives up. <laughs> and, and, then, and then he gets he gets mad and then he goes outside 
And then he realizes the dog's out there, and then he comes back. It's <laughs> like, I Fuck got that dog. no time for this dog. <laughs> I was pretty nice to that dog, if I remember correctly, which oh, yeah. I don't. He, uh, he admitted that uh, that was his dog. Oh, he, uh, he admitted finally. Yeah, I mean, I pay enough for that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got You're that dog a damn for humanitarian, you. man. You're mm. a goddamn humanitarian. Yeah, I'm a fucking hero. So, and then hangover so the next day. Oh, that oh, hangover dude, was killer. You didn't Did wake you? up till three o'clock. Yeah. Did you learn your lesson? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Why, would no. Why would he? No. This is America. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. <laughs> well, man. Um, well, that was that was the DJ No Chill party recap. <laughs> DJ, DJ, DJ No Chill. <laughs> I'm glad you guys yeah, had man. fun. Oh, it was great. Yeah, dude. And uh, maybe after after that day, I should uh, I should be like DJ adequately chilled out. Oh no, 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 no. Just keep no, it no, at no. Uh, DJ, DJ, DJ No Chill. DJ no chill. <laughs> he still has his moments. You, you should see our family chat. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. He still okay. has it. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> well, man, uh, I'm glad that's out of the way. Uh, we'll talk about the Canelo fight a little later in the sports segment. Yes. Uh, but uh, I understand you have some uh, some nerd news. That's what yes. we're calling this, right? Nerd news. The nerd news. All right, well. Huh? Ah, oh, that's one of my favorite theme songs. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Captain Marvel. So today, um, the new trailer, uh, so this week, actually, the new trailer for Captain Marvel, Marvel's next upcoming movie, uh, recently released. Um, I showed you guys, like, what do you guys think of the trailer? I thought it was pretty dope. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's some Easter eggs I had, I had no understanding of, yeah. but uh, I'm sure yep. they'll get explained in Seth. there. I thought it was amazing, yes. especially the one part. Oh, yes. There's a part? there's a little part for uh, Marvel fans out there in there. Um, you There's a certain point where you have to pause it. Um, it's about halfway through the trailer. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> 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 through the trailer, um, you're gonna see like a little, like a green guy with ears mm-hmm. on, with like pointy ears. Mm-hmm. So for Jesus, that stinks. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God>. uh, me- <laughs> message from the deep. It oh. stinks down here. <laughs> so, At least there wasn't a misfire. Yo, don't you don't want that? No, no. <laughs> you just wanted to use that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. Oh. Um, so in the trailer, there's a guy, you know, there's an alien looking fellow with green pointy ears. So if, for Marvel fans out there, um, who are familiar with the, uh, lore, um, those are the Skrull. Skrulls! And so the Skrull are actually, uh, an alien race that are in a constant war with another alien race, the Kree. And we've seen the Kree in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, yeah, they were the, you know, uh, Ronan the Accuser. Um, the people that the person that they were fighting against with the big ass hammer. I remember there being a hammer. Yes, that guy. Well, the guy in there, the the blue skinned aliens. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's the Kree, and so they're mm. at constant war with the Skrull. Mm-hmm. And the Skrull are an alien race that basically what they do, they can shape shift. Yes. Um, they can shape they can shape shift, and then what they do is they secretly implant themselves in an a you know an alien race yeah. or a planet. And they slowly take down the government and take over the planet. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So, in the Marvel comics, um, what they did was they actually infiltrated the Avengers by kidnapping 
um, Captain America uh-huh. at an early portion of the um, you know of the Avengers missions, and they supplanted their own Super Scroll, which had the powers of Captain America and had the ability to shapeshift into Captain America. Oh, crazy! So for years, this guy was in the Avengers, and I think they said it was like five years. So what was the real yeah. Captain America? He was uh, he was basically imprisoned on the Scroll ship. And oh, so what? the scrolls started taking out specific members of the Avengers. Um, one of them was uh, Do you Mockingbird. think this is what causes that civil war? That actually was what happened in the comic books. Yeah, that the civil war was caused because By the scroll, the, the Captain America scroll, was the one that was um, going against the government. And so um, they find out because, uh, you know, in that comic, uh, Captain America dies. So when he dies, they take him to the morgue, and all of a sudden he reverts back to a scroll, and they're like, oh, "We have a problem here." Yep. And then that's when they realize, "Where's the real cat?" Yeah. And so then that's when everything started going, and that's actually the Secret Invasion arc. I highly recommend that. That's an insane arc because a lot of old characters that we thought were dead, um, they come back, like Mockingbird, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of other people like that. So it's great, and the fact that they have them in Captain Marvel is even better because. Captain Marvel is another, you know. Dude, you are really gassy. I know. I'm sorry. I just, had a, <laughs> I just had a beer. I just had a beer. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. God. That was America. This is America, isn't it? <laughs> Whatever, dude. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's like I said. The reason why this is exciting is because the scroll were originally owned by Fox Studios. The rights for the scroll were owned by Fox Studios because the scroll are also in the Fantastic Four really? universe. So Did the, they pop up in any of those movies that they made back No, the no, they were holding on to them oh. with, the, with the idea of eventually making them, but because none of the Fantastic Four movies that Fox let out were actually great, mm-hmm. they never they just kind of held on to them. So um, now that Marvel officially has the rights to you know the Fantastic Four back, this is a great indication that they're eventually going to be made into either a movie or a TV series. Um, there's little known on what they'll eventually do, but um, you know more on Captain Marvel. Uh, a lot of people are kind of you know confused as to who is Captain Marvel. You know, it's a female superhero. Um, yeah. I mean, Fu, you don't really even know who Captain Marvel is, right? All I know is that um, it's a female that she has a lot of powers uh, similar to that of Superman. It's is it supposed to be like like the you know Mar- Marvel or, or or is it more uh like a Shazam type of powers no 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 it's um so because I know it's Marvel and then because Shazam is called Shazam because it used to be called Captain Marvel correct it yeah. used and, to be and the reason that they, they just reverted to keeping it to Shazam because they didn't want to compete with the with titles. the actual yeah. title of Marvel right. um and you know it's her powers are, are at least strength wise is on par with like Superman all right um at least in the Marvel universe mm-hmm. um there's only like two other people from Earth that are as, as like, stronger than her um but her like st- Hulk or uh no there's there's someone called the sentry mm-hmm. and then there's uh someone named adam warlock those two are like one of the you know strongest beings the sentry is actually like a schizophrenic guy okay. that um when he officially wants his powers like he has to say the name sentry or something like similar to shazam, shazam! yeah but he's actually insane like clinically insane schizophrenic okay so um and he can't control himself sometimes mm-hmm. so uh back on captain marvel what she is basically it's carol her name is carol danvers she was a pilot uh captain for the united states air force and in the comics what happens is she gets into um she stumbles upon a uh, alien spaceship similar to like how 
Green Lantern happened. He stumbled upon the alien, you know, crashed All and right. dying. Yeah. Instead, she finds someone by the name of uh, Marvell. And she helps save him, like pull him out of the wreckage. Mm -hmm. He wakes up, kind of, he explains himself to her, right? And then all of a sudden, I think it's the scroll or someone attacks them. She gets injured. And in order to save her life, Marvell um, trans, um, you know, transplants some of his blood into her. Ooh. And so she ends up getting Scree Aids. ability. Well, yeah. She gets Cree. She gets Cree AIDS. Cree AIDS. <laughs> um, and uh, his best kind of AIDS. Yeah. So the guy's name was Marvell. M A R dash V E L L. Okay. So um, when she found out, like she found out, she woke up one um, from her coma and she realized, oh my god, I have these powers. So he kind of what he does is he takes her on, takes her on, and he kind of teaches her. And so then she calls herself Captain Marvel to honor him oh, okay. because his name was Marvel. Right. So in the movie, it's supposed to kind of follow. She's already had her powers, and she's part of something called the Star Squad, mm -hmm. um, which are a Kree, um, you know, special forces unit in space. Uh, they're not. They haven't really divulged too much on what's really going to happen. But the Skrull are involved. Um, we saw in the trailer. There's a young Nick Fury. Um, That's and right. A, and a young Sam uh, Jackson has hair. Yes, there. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> a long, uh, a young Coulson. So they said in this That's movie, right. Coulson, Coulson and yeah. this is where Coulson and Fury officially meet. Mm. This is their first meet uh, meeting together, and this is before, as you will see in the trailer, Nick Fury loses his eye. Oh. So this is like before he becomes like the badass that he yeah, is. Yeah, I didn't even notice becoming, that. Yeah. yeah. So this is set in the '90s, and it's supposed to like be a huge tie-in to like, the next Shaft Avengers. Shaft is in this movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just talking about Shaft. Well, I can dig it. So um, it actually comes out March 8th uh, in 2019. <laughs> so everyone, keep that on your calendars. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a great movie. There's a there's a theory that in Thor Ragnarok mm -hmm. with Hulk mm -hmm. because he can't transform. That he's an actual scroll. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Huh. Interesting. Because if you if, if you really think about it, he doesn't know how he got there. He just knows that there he came on the Quinjet, or the Quin whatever that name that yeah, jet's the name. Yeah, Quinjet. Yeah, yeah. Um, because he probably just saw it land as well, a scroll. I think that's kind of debunked though, because there's even a scene where it shows the Hulk flying on the Quinjet and landing. Hmm. So that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't add up. So, well, my theory sucks. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Well, um, does uh, th does she end up like joining the Avengers and become one herself and start leading yes, in, them? Yes, in or? the comics, she becomes one of the Avengers. Mm -hmm. And actually, one of the recent runs, um, there was a Civil War two, mm -hmm. and she was the leader of the Avengers. Okay. At the, in this incarnation, and in this incarnation, um, you know, spoiler alert: War Machine dies. He's the one mm. that dies mm -hmm. and causes this whole civil war to occur okay. because Tony Stark is like pissed at her for allowing War Machine to die. Which he ate shit in that movie. Oh yeah. You know? So that's why it's like. Um, wait 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 wait. You just said spoiler alert, right before you spoiled Captain Marvel for everybody. What are you talking about? That's not the. That's that's not the movie. That's uh, in the comics. The, the comics. I'm sorry, I'm not even paying attention. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> yeah, you're not. <laughs> Are you drunk? A little bit. No. <laughs> We're all drunk. All right. Um, yeah, so it's gonna be great. I would so definitely. Her, so keep she, up. it's it's her fault that she kills War Machine. In the new comics, um, they go up, they try to take on Thanos, uh -huh. and um, Thanos uses the Infinity Gauntlet and punches War Machine, and he blows him to smithereens. Wow. Much. 
And so, yeah, they uh, basically she's to blame for them even being in that situation. So Dude. Iron Man blames her, and that's what causes the complete rift because of what happened. What a bitch. Yeah. Yep, with a capital C. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, capital C, you know, it makes us learn about our ABCs. I mean, you know, it makes me think about our ABCs. And where do we learn our ABCs as a kid? Skew. In school, but also in our favorite old PBS channel, Sesame Street. Ooh. Um, you know, as kids, we all kind of were looking at that relationship with mm-hmm. Mr. Burton and Ernie and thinking, mm, something don't seem right with that. Some, something's well, kind of, you know, something's kind of. Maybe they—that's uh, the only way they can afford rent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> what we all thought. You know, we thought yeah. they were just like a iteration of like the Odd Couple. You know. Sure. Um, yeah. Well, seemed innocent enough. <laughs> Uh, an actual, the former writer and creator, um, you know, one of the creators of uh, Sesame Street, Mark Saltzman, um, opened up to uh, some serious and controversial doors recently. No, um, don't interview. say it, man. So, Please say it ain't so. <laughs> he confirmed, this This is what he said. I've always felt that without a huge a huge agenda, when I was writing Bert and Ernie, there, they were, I didn't have to contextualize them, but he says they were gay. And, and the reasoning he says behind this is that he says it was inadvertently because um, he, when they created them, um, he's like, as we have always said, Bert and Ernie are best friends. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's what he said was that he based them off of how his relationship was with his partner. He, mm. he himself oh, he was is gay. gay. Okay. So when he was writing them, he would think of the things that would bother his partner who is based off of, who Ernie is based off of. Or Bert, I'm sorry. Right. Who Bert is based mm-hmm. off of. So he would do the things that what Ernie would do to piss off his partner. And that's just how it ended up. Like would eat cookies in the bed? He, he, there would be, yeah, there would be no, like, you know, you know, sexual temptation context to it. Well, yeah. ducky, you're the one. You make bad time. Lots of fun. <laughs> Whoa. I'm sure not only that rubber ducky makes bad time fun, if you catch my drift. Um, but I, apparently the reason why this came up, Saltzman says, was that preschoolers used to actually come up to him, uh, you know, in interviews and stuff. And they would ask. Uh, he, they heard from a writer once. He said, I remember one time that at a column from the San Francisco Chronicle, a preschooler in the city turned to mom and asked, are Bert and Ernie lovers? And that coming a from a preschooler said that he said, and that coming from a preschooler was fun, and that got passed around, and everyone had their ch- their chuckle and back to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And uh, he said more than the other thing was more than one person referred to Arnie and I as Bert and Ernie. Mm. Arnie, that Saltzman refers to, is Arnold Glassman, his partner. So that's mm-hmm. that's where it came from, and so at, they said at the time when they wrote it, you, again th- that wasn't their intention, but it just came out that way, and they're just like, yeah, all right, that's <laughs> they're, they're gay. <laughs> who what? do you think's? Uh, well, this begs the question. Oh, who's the who's the bottom and who's the top? Hmm. You know, Ernie kind of seems childhood. like a, a bottom. I think Ernie's the bottom. Mm-hmm. Steph. Ernie knows what's up. <laughs> 
Well, according to Sesame Street, none of this is none of this is correct. Mm-hmm. Um, they sent out us. They you know release a statement and they said, as we have always said, Bert and Ernie are best friends. They were created to teach preschoolers that people can be good friends without those who are very different from themselves. That one is also sexual. <laughs> Even those though they are identified as male characters and possess human traits and characteristics, as most Sesame Street Muppets do. They remain puppets and do not have sexual orientations. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. I I call I call BS on that. Only I mean I, Sesame yeah. Street is pretty progressive. They are. You would think they would just be like, yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, but they're trying I think right now they're they want to kind of stay out of that okay. climate with everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. So, like a lot of people have um, you know, complained there's been like a fervor um someone on Twitter uh at Jor Crew um posted uh Here's the thing, though. Being asexual is not a limiting orientation, and we can experience intimacy just as high of a level as high of a level. And so that stirred a bunch of other people to, you know, rise to the occasion. But then you have those wonderful trolls. I love finding those wonderful trolls. <laughs> and he said, "They just pop out of nowhere, man." Oh yes. Um, and so he's responding. His name is Mrs. M- or the name was Mrs. Magoo, and she's responding to a person named Joel that said. That's not what this is about. You're trying to sanitize and straightwash their program to make palatable to homophobes. You're not helping. So she responded, I'm sorry, straightwash their program? It's a show for literal three-year-olds. Why would the Muppets need to have a sexual orientation at all? That's true. That's true. And then lastly, Joel countered, I don't know. Why does the Count, Oscar, Kermit, Mrs. Piggy, and many other characters who have identified as straight also, there are literally three-year-olds with gay parents. What's wrong with them seeing a world that reflects their own? Mm-hmm. So again, I can kind of understand both arguments, and then I understand the argument that okay, Kermit's actually straight. That's been known. He's dating a pig. Again, he's a frog. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, she's know, a lady, she's sir. Ki- she's kind-hearted, at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's it for me in nerd news. <laughs> Look, well, thanks, Josh. That was uh, that was quite informative. <laughs> I hope I ruined all your childhoods. <laughs> there are two adult consenting males. Yeah, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that stuff. They are appropriate on TV mm-hmm. for children. They mm-hmm. are. So I just let them live their fucking lives. I'm just saying, it's just finally, no, it's I nice yeah, to no, finally get nice. confirmation that what we've always known growing we, we up. Knew we knew it. We knew it. I we mean, all knew it. Crying out loud on the cover of the 2013 New Yorker magazine, they were like shown like Is sitting that... on a table, like you know, holding, you know, hugging yeah. each other, caressing Take each other. Yeah, <laughs> while watching like the Supreme Court. I guess that's when they announced that uh, gay marriage was uh, legal. Oh, really? So yeah, uh, that's why yes. they put it. So it's oh, like, come yes, on, yes, yes, yes. yeah, you know what you're doing over right? there, right? I mean, Fucking Sesame Street. Everyone chill out. Yeah. Well, on that note. We'll be right back. (laughs) Hey, podcast listeners, Joe C here. Are you digging all the music talk and want to see what my band, The Fallen Electric, has in store? Check us out at thefallenelectric.com for all news, show dates, and contact information. Also, be sure to listen to our album, Never Seen the World, available on all digital music stores and streaming apps. It's time to get electrified. Let's just go and waste some time. What was recreated? And we're back. 
enough on your commercial over there, buddy. Oh, yeah, dude. I hope I didn't spray you too hard. <laughs> <laughs> Should always wear rubber underwear. We talked about this, man. Um, too many incidents. Yes. You've been watching too much Bert and Ernie's, what you mean? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> you. All right, man. Well, you got some sports news for us today. Of course. All right. What up, everybody? Hi, Josh. All right, guys. So you know, you know, everyone knows football is uh, running full steam, full steam ahead right now. Sure. Um, coming up on our third week, uh-huh. and you know what? Not off, not too often you see people retiring this early in the league. Yeah. You know, especially in a in a season, most people retire halfway, a little further. Um. But you don't see many people retiring at halftime. Halftime? Yeah, I heard about this, man. At halftime. So what the fuck happened with this cat? So this actually happened. um, The Bills were in town playing the uh, San Diego, or (laughs) excuse me, the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers. Um, And they were getting their asses kicked. The Bills were? The Bills were. They're they're a terrible team. Um, They were down 28 to 6 at the half. Jesus. And their defense had just been shut out recently, the la- the week before. Mm-hmm. So they and they had lost. No, actually, they weren't shut out. They lost forty eight to three. Damn. The week before, yeah. Playoffs. Yeah, oh no! Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> um, actually, you know, so at halftime, a cornerback, uh, one of their cornerbacks, ten uh, year vet, Mister Vontae Davis, um, he quit at halftime. So the team went in, and reports came out that at the second half, a lot of players, you know, on the defense were like, where's Vontae? Where'd he go? And some staffers was like, he left. They're like, what do you mean he left? He said, I, I, he said, I quit, I'm retiring, and he left. And so he didn't, and this was, uh, this came from a linebacker by the name of Lorenzo Alexander, um, who they were interviewing after post-game, and he said, never have I ever, never have seen it ever. Pop Warner, high school, college, pros, never heard of it. Never seen it. And it's just completely disrespectful to his teammates. He didn't say nothing to nobody. I found out go, I found out going into the second half of the game, they said he's not coming out. He retired. That's it. Damn. That's it. And so that's, that, crazy, that's all dude. anyone knew. Like, no one knew what was going on. Like, dude, like, what happened to Vontae Davis? Is he didn't, okay? Didn't at some point I heard that, like, he was just telling the coaches, hey, I'm not feeling myself right now he, or something he, like he that? He did. He did. Um, before the, uh-huh. the end of the first half, he told him, you know what? I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. So, you know, he warned them that he wasn't feeling right, but he just up and left. He didn't even tell the coaches he retired. He just <laughs> up and left. So that's why everyone was like, what's going on? And so then a little later... Um, Davis released a statement, you know, on social media. Mm-hmm. He said, this isn't how I picture retiring from the NFL, but in my 10th NFL season, I have been doing my, my body. I have been doing what my body has been pro- programmed to do. Get ready to play on game day. I've endured multiple surgeries and played through many different injuries throughout my career. And over the last few weeks, this was the latest physical challenge. But today on the field really hit me fast and hard. I shouldn't be out there anymore. I meant no disrespect to my teammates and coaches. How? How? But I hold myself to a standard. Mentally, I always expect myself to play at a high level, but physically, 
I know today that isn't possible. I think that makes him a drama queen, if you ask me. Oh, because yeah. He could have easily said, Coach, like, uh, after the, like I, I, I don't want to go out there. I'll retire. I'll stay on. I'll root for the team as I'm out yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. He could have done something he done else. Some, he could have just been like, you know what? Just take me out of the game. Let mm. me sit on the sidelines. I can't play. I I'm can't a, play. I'm, gonna, I'm a danger to you guys. Right, mm. but then he just but up and disappeared. He just up and disappeared. He deserted them. And he goes on to explain why, you know, he had been thinking about the decision before the season started. And, you know, okay, that's fine. I understand that. You know what? People, you know, their seat, there's a thing called CTE where, you know what, a lot of these guys aren't going to feel themselves after, you know, especially 10 years in the NFL, right. yeah. nothing but hits. That makes sense. But don't go and, pl- you know, go out there with your teammates and make them think that you're going to go out there and battle with them mm-hmm. and then just up and leave them. And so that, that's what's been going on in the league. Like, a lot of people in the league have been reacting to this. It's been nothing but negative reaction to this. Yeah, they, dude, because, like, I don't buy any of his shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just... Oh, frankly, you no. are <laughs> Seriously, thank you, Warren. <laughs> I mean, it, it, dude, you shouldn't have played the game. He should have just been like, dude, I'm not going to play. He had recorded two tackles earlier in the game, by the way, too. Mm-hmm. Like, big tackles. And it's just, it was, it just flabbergasted everyone. You don't ever see this. And sadly, this guy's going to be ostracized amongst his own community. Granted, you know what? He had a good reason for retiring. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't in it. But he did, did it the wrong, wrong way. way. Yeah. He did it the wrong way, totally. man. It's like totally like quitting your job and just being like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> right. It's like, that's exact. I mean, that's how I felt. That's how it felt, and mm. I'm sure that's how it felt to his teammates. Yeah, totally. Don't be a dick. Exactly, Von K. Davis. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Some more, uh, going more into some NFL news. Um, you know, we all... You know, some of us, not all, mm-hmm. <laughs> watch the uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremonies or even watch the, you know, when they announce who's going to oh, be yeah, into all the one Hall of us. All one of us, man. All one you. of us. Yep. Just yep. you. The army <laughs> of one here. Uh, and most of the time, whenever they do these ceremonies and they, you know, put the jack- gold jackets on these guys, mm-hmm. they bring out all the past Hall of Fame inductees. Everyone, you know, they bring them out and they're obligated to show up for these events. It's like an obligation. They have to show up for any Hall of Fame event or any type of NFL event. Interesting. Well, recently, a group of pro Hall of Famers um, announced that they will boycott the ceremony over salary and benefits. So what that means um, is that they're actually going to be boycotting all future Hall of Fame ceremonies uh, until they can get health insurance and, um, you know, benefits, you know, for retirees, retired, like pensions, Mm -hmm. things like that. And um, the reason why they're saying this is that, uh, you know, they already have something of this nature in the MLB. The MLB has a pension program where if you've played just one day in the in uh, in the in baseball, um, you get a lifetime of health insurance. Does that count for? Do you know if it counts for a minor league? Not team? minor leagues. Okay, it has so to, it has leagues. to be major. Okay. So if, if you, just, yeah, I've never heard of that before. Yeah, it's, it's only in the major leagues, and they cited this in you know obviously in why they're one of the reasons why that there is a precedent for this, and so. Mm-hmm. According to what the MLB does, um, again, you can play one day or one game in the uh, on an MLB roster, and you get lifetime health in- health insurance. If you play 43 days, um, or if you're at least on a team for about 43 days, you get a lifetime pension. Ooh. Yeah, and the pensions yeah. are usually like I think two million dollars a year. Christ. Um, and a year? Oh yeah, trust me, these are billion dollar industries and corporations, so they can they can spare it. I'm mm. sure they can definitely spare mm-hmm. it. And they keep getting the influx of money in here. Um, and then not only that, what's the kicker is, is that they call they also called out their own commissioner. 
and the Earl Commissioner recently gave himself a uh, raise. Um, oh. uh, before he was only making, I think, like 20 million a year. Um, only. And only, only, you know, you know. He bumped it up to about 20 million a year uh, as an annual salary, and he has lifetime health insurance Jesus for his family. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So they're they're straight up saying, you know what, we ain't gonna show up until we can get the same stuff that the MLB has. There's a precedent for it, you know what? So why not? Yeah. Let's do that. And these guys, I think these guys deserve it. They need it because they go through torture every yes. week. Not just the drills, but just the pounding. Every time they crash against each other, oh, you should get a pension too, there, babe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that in the prenup? Oh, not right, right, right. You're good. No, yeah, they get destroyed. Like, their bodies are destroyed. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, um, like, a lot of recent famous football players have been committing suicide. Um, There was uh, Junior Seau. Junior Seau, uh, Mm -hmm. linebacker Mm -hmm. for USC, the Chargers, Patriots. You know, he he committed suicide because of CTE symptoms. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of, you know, a lot of ex-football players that died of even normal heart complications they donated their brains to uh to to science for cte study yeah so it's like these guys they go through you know these battles and these huge impacts and i think more than anything these guys deserve something like that i was in a conference once and we were talking about cardiovascular health and professional football players Uh and the actual lifespan because of heart conditions for football players is shorter than an average person yeah because they go through so much abuse yeah, I mean, right now the oldest football player alive is um, Jim Brown. Yep. Jim Brown's in his eighties, uh, I think, nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, and the announcer, the the James Jim Brown. No, 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 oh, no. Jim Jim thinking? Brown, the one from the the one that was the running back on the Browns. Oh, oh, oh. Um, oh, oh, oh. He was in okay. he was in Mars Attacks. He was in like a lot of he was sure. in Shaft. He yeah. was in all those movies. Oh, yeah. I, if I show you a picture, you recognize him. Sure. Um, but uh, he. You know, he's one of the oldest ones around, one of the legends that are still around. And majority of football players really only live to about 50, yeah. 50 or 60. And wow. then they're done. What, like pretty much once their career ends, then the lifespan after retiring. Yeah. It's not very. Yeah. The majority of them, too, they eat, most of the time they gain a while, about like 50 to 100 pounds of weight mm-hmm. almost immediately after retiring. Well, like, shit. Yeah. I mean. You're used to consuming all this food to keep the calorie count up because you're burning all that exactly. on the field. So when you stop burning it, but you're still consuming <laughs> yeah, the same amount of food. Yeah, you're still used to eating on a regimen like that. Exactly. So yeah. it's it's tough. So I mean, they, these guys definitely deserve it. Yeah, they need um, the health care. And I, you know, I do agree with this. You know, I'm not I'm not saying I'm pro union or against it, but this is you know this is good. This is something that you know what they put in the time, they deserve it. Yeah. You know, That's not America. That's not even Mexico. No, sir, it is not. <laughs> it is not. Speaking of Mexico, yeah, man, um, nice segue. Mexico's, little, you know, <laughs> Mexico's well, Mex- native son, yeah, uh, Mr. Uh, Ginger Alvarez or Canelo Canelo Alvarez, yeah. um, recently fought Mr. Gennady Golovkin, Triple G, in on Vegas uh, over the on the day before Mexican Independence Day. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. The more you know. The more you know. Way to say, way to set up that. Oh. <laughs> well, better late than never, race, right? Yeah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Story of it's a free show, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the match went the full twelve rounds, and uh, what did you think of the match? Josie? You know, um, I I was a little surprised that Canelo won. I thought yeah. that he was getting his ass kicked uh, by Triple G. 
However, uh, around, uh, and I don't know if you'll agree with me, but I think around 10 or 11, um, Triple G started looking a little gassed. He did. Yeah. He did. Um, you know what? Triple G looked like he had the advantage for most of the fight. Um, mm -hmm. if it just felt like Canelo was like holding back when he, you know, all week had been building up. Like, I ain't holding back. I'm going to go all out. And it's just like, dude, wh what? Yeah. You call six six rounds of just chilling and getting the shit beat out of you every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Like, chill, you know, going all out. And yeah, yeah he could not, you know, Triple G did look gassed towards the end. And, you know, eventually they did. Overall, though, I don't know. Like, I know the first time that they, they, they matched up, they, uh -huh. it ended up in a draw. Correct. I kind of saw a similar situation happening this time around. I thought too. that was going to happen. Honestly, in all, mm -hmm. in all honesty, I thought it was going to happen. The I think way it would have pissed a lot up. of people oh, off. Oh, dude. Man. Yeah, that oh, would have been the end of boxing. Shit. Every time some bullshit goes on like that in boxing, everybody proclaims, that's the, the end, end of boxing. boxing. That's it. Well, a lot of people do that. Even now, they're just like, boxing's not the same anymore. Well, it's, it's like, not, though. It's not. It really isn't. It isn't. It isn't. Yeah. It is MMA not. has taken over that shit completely. But even MMA now is kind of losing its luster a little. I mean, it was a, more of a novelty. I think it's too much drama going on. Yeah. It's, it's too much WWE bullshit. Like, yeah, on MMA with, drama, with yeah. Connor. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, boxing, you know, before you'd get slugged, fest like you know roberto duran fucking um cesar chavez you know cesar chavez fucking deloya these guys would just pound pacquiao, like, dude. pacquiao. yeah he like, brought I, I think he brought the excitement back into boxing where it, would, it had been missing for quite oh, some yeah. time and then his Definitely. matches with marquez like oh, dude. the matches he would the last one especially when he planked him when he planked oh, Pacquiao, yeah. Oh, yeah. that was the greatest. That was, that was a, awesome. That was a sad day for the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like, in all honesty, that was, like, the last great fight I've seen. Like, even, like, all these Mayweather fights, all that. Honestly, it's... Well, Mayweather's all defense. That, yeah. So it's boring to watch. And, but oh. that's what that's what boxing's become now. Boxing be, has become mostly defense. Like, if you saw the Canelo fight, mm -hmm. it was, you know, Canelo was trying to play defense a little you know a little more than usual i mean i mean he was still being aggressive but right not how you how he should so you know the result obviously it turned out um canelo Alvarez won he won by decision um they scored card uh judge glenn feldman scored it 114 to 114 um judge dave moretti scored it 115 to 113 alvarez mm. and then judge steve weisfield scored it 115 to 113 alvarez Oh, so there was the win. Right so there. where is the win? That was the win right there. A lot of other people, you know, they scored at 116, 112, Gennady Golovkin. You know, everyone always has their own scorecards going in. Yeah. Um, and everyone was saying Gennady, uh, Triple G was robbed. Triple G was robbed. There's going to be a part There's three, There's going to be a right? part three. There's going to be yeah, a part three. Yeah, there has three. to be. And most uh, everything's likely, a trilogy these days. Yeah. It's a whole thing. So everyone most likely look out for, like, a single to mile around that time. <laughs> no, like seriously, no, that's, yeah, that, totally. yeah, that's that's you most likely want, what's gonna happen. I want to see a double knockout. Both of them just at the same time knock each other out. Everybody That'd loses. That'd be dope. You know as what? Fun. Going on, uh, you know, kind of jumping in a little bit on this Pacquiao Mayweather thing. Um, yeah, you heard about that, right? Yeah, the, the match uh, nobody's asking for. The match for. of the geriatrics, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which yeah. Walker will win? Yeah. If I wanted to watch two old guys fight, I throw a keg at one of, uh, at, uh, at your fucking family. Oh yeah, there you go. There you go. That'll that'll spark a war. Uh, he thought he thought Korea was a problem. Get DJ Nochil in there. Get on, and, uh, yeah, D DJ Nochil and everyone else. Ooh, D D DJ Nochil. No Talk about a powder keg. Right? <laughs> Defcon 5. Well, yeah, that's dude. it for me in sports, guys. All right, man. Thank you very much.
guys ready for a little joint report? Am I? Are you on weed? Give me some, I'll smoke you two under the table. It's from the bomb. All right, well, uh, this popped up on my uh, WebMD. Uh, yeah, yeah. Out of all the apps, figure. my WebMD app, the the one where I go to every time I have a cold and want to see, well, you know, how I can feel better, and which, it ends up telling me that I'm I, pregnant. You. Which can, which cancer are you gonna get today? I know. Yeah. Yeah. Rectal. I'm gonna get. I got. Hey guys, I got some of that chode cancer. <laughs> Steph, are you not giving him his daily pro- prostate exams? No. No. Uh, Got it. Yeah. No. Double ran them out up. Of gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough gloves in the world for that. Nope. <laughs> well, um, today uh, there was this uh, headline that said Coca-Cola eyes the cannabis oil market. Ooh. And and you know um, they they want to get this started because um, Canada is going to be pretty much having that shit go down. Uh, it's going to go legal in yeah. Canada. Yeah. Yeah. So so they're gonna so Coca-Cola being they're gonna market smart, it up in Canada. Yeah, dude. Oh, but it's not. But it's not beach. THC though. They're gonna use CBD oil. Okay. That's so not it's, bad. I mean, it's enough to chill people out, so you can get the the uh, the, the caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get chilled out. Then you get fine. chilled out. No, that's actually you know what that's better because mm-hmm. honestly, if we can if we can use cannabis in that type of way and prove that it's you know it's doable yeah. then i mean yeah. shit everything else should be easy after that so this is the uh, the article i um that i that i got prompted with mm-hmm. it's a distinct possibility following the reports that uh, the beverage the, brev- the beverage giant is talking with a can- uh, canadian cannabis company about creating a wellness drink that could contain cbd so um and, and for those who don't know cbd is the part of the um of the cannabis plant that doesn't produce a high correct so it's 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 also an anti-inflammatory and a pain relieving um substance it has correct. properties for that correct it also helps with uh, anxiety um you know depression things of that nature right. uh, it's the the uh, correct term or the full term is cannabid cannabidiol cannabidiol Can- ah, whatever cannabidiol. tomato tomato tomato, tomato. No. tomato. Let's call the whole thing out. <laughs> uh, so it's, you know, uh, marijuana is going to be legal all across of Canada starting October 17th. So that shit's coming up, dude. Lucky bastards. Do I hear road trip? Oh, Woo! I need my passport. I need my passport. Yeah, oh, you need your passport. So cannabis companies naturally are, have flocked to the country um, recently to raise money and start businesses there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean... Who better than fucking Coca-Cola, who oh, are the kings of yeah, marketing? Yeah, they're going to pioneer it. Uh, I mean, that's smart, you know, because yeah. uh, I, I also recently read um, in an article that Canada was going to be supplying our own weed here in the U.S. That companies mm-hmm. there in, in Canada would be supplying the shortages of some of the states around here. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we're not allowed to invest in said companies, according to uh, our own government. Um, that's yeah, an illegal well, action, but... Yeah, that'll that'll that'll, that'll change. That'll, that'll change. change. That'll change. But this is great. This is like a great stepping stone into the right direction. That's just how we're moving as a people right. now. Yeah. Like as as a and, fucking species. And leave it to Coke to pave the way because Coke used to have Coke in it. Yep. Right. Right. They're no yeah. strangers to having drugs in there. But guys, yeah. they're, they're not the only major brand looking at it. They're just the more recent one. I don't know if you remember, but like maybe a few weeks ago, or should I say months ago, Constellation Brands. A giant spirits company that makes Corona beer. Oh, right. Yeah, right. Re- 
recently right. bought a multi-billion dollar minority stake in a Canopy Growth, a Canadian mar medical marijuana producer. Ooh, so you can imagine, child. you know, a cor you're, you're sipping a Corona with a lime in it. It just oh, so happens dude. to have CBD or some kind of THC in there. And what and a time and to be alive! And you're having a great time, dude. That sounds amazing. So um, I'm looking forward to everything that's going on with this type of thing. I mean, you you can just pretty much picture everything. I'm okay with the the, the warning labels on everything. That's fine. Yeah, that's, that's fine. you know that's fine. That's fine. And also, and you know what? I'm really okay with you know them promoting more you know CBD more than anything because yes. you know a lot of people there's always there's still that negative stigma behind marijuana itself. But what people you know people learning about CBD now, like even my mother who's you know very negative on marijuana itself. Mm -hmm. um, you know now that CBD's been you know out out and open, um, she's been more supportive of it i should say accepting, accepting. there you go she's yeah. been way more accepting of it. and a lot of people who were on that hard no stance are starting to kind of lean a little bit more towards that way I, I think another thing is it's it comes in different forms too you're not yes. just smoking it it's in lotions it's in sprays it's in sprays they have it in pill edibles. forms edibles um soda i actually they bought have water a, they Water, have breath yeah. strips. I recently just bought breath oh, strips. Oh, those are those will fuck you up, dude. I had one yesterday. Yeah. It was Holy great. Yeah. Now, why do you think I went to bed so early? Yeah. <laughs> Good night, guys. It was great. No, but I mean, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I can't wait to see what happens, and uh, maybe we should make a trip to Canada, man. Yeah. Hopefully they let me in. No, yeah. <laughs> they may not. Yeah. Now, hold on, hold on. Who's this guy? Hmm. 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 Your name has an H sound. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Hooser. Hooser. Yeah. Well, um, that's me for the joint report, everybody. Smoke weed every day. Indeed. Okay, Nate Dog. <laughs> you got it, Nate. <laughs> well, uh, this brings us to the last segment that we uh, that we always know and love, the music segment. <laughs> Well, this uh, next three songs that we're going to uh, introduce or just play for everybody. Um, Steph and I were talking, uh, was it last night? Yep. Uh, we were talking last night about what songs out there that are somewhat good um, and not as popular have an, uh, somebody who's been in the, uh, in the entertainment industry, uh, more specifically, actors. That's a very narrow genre there, man. I know, and we were able to find a couple, and um, this is a band that I've never heard of, but Steph found. It, this this uh, track came out this year by a band called Wallows. You want to well, tell us a little bit about this one? Wallows is a relatively new band. They formed in 2017, and it is comprised of Brandon Lee Masters, Cole Peterson, and Dylan Minette. If I'm pronouncing his name Minet, right. maybe? Minet? Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Um, so Brandon Lee Masters was uh, a child actor, and he is most... Brandon Lee Masters. He's most uh, well-known for men yeah. men of a certain age. It was like a, a, a short run with... Um, Ray Romano. Ray, Ray Romano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was in, he was in that TV show. Oh, sweet. Um, oh, okay. All right. And then um, Dylan Minet? Mm-hmm. Monet. Monet. <laughs> How's know. it spelled? M I N N E T T E. Minette. 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 Yeah. yeah, it's Minette. I cannot pronounce anything. No, you can't. Mm -hmm. Nope. Continue. And you're anyway, drunk. Anyway, <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> he's, oh, she's there. Well, he's most well known for um, 13 Reasons Why, which is the Netflix drama series. Okay. And he also appeared in Lost and a couple of other movies. 
as well. So they are actors, and mm-hmm. they form this uh, band called Wallows, and they're sort of like a indie. Alternative. They're very indie. Yeah, they scream indie. Like it's uh, it's very rolls. much indie. Yeah. But you know what? I like it. It's pleasant to my ears. Oh no, totally. It's a totally chill kind of vibe that they have. I, I like the music video to it. It's a little weird. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's, like it's the, nice. color, the color scheme. It's the like an orange scheme, yeah. color scheme. I'll reserve my comments until after listening. Your yeah. track record does not speak for itself. So. Oh, whatever. It's <laughs> sad. Talk it's, about Steph, not you. I know, I know, but <laughs> you'll, um, it's pleasant. It's a pleasant song. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> this song is called These Days by their EP called Spring. This band's called Wallows. To what we're hearing now, but mm-hmm. it's a nice little chill track, you not know. Bad. Yeah. yeah, it's not bad. A nice okay. ba- background music while you're having it, a. It's so catchy. A nice I, I've had it in my head for I don't know. I want to say like five or six days now, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just love it. I'm just playing. I'm replaying it in my head. It's one of those songs that. Yeah, it's it's not bad. You know what it? Yeah. It kind of reminds me of um, another song that kind of has like uh, I would say the same melody or rhythm. Or similar to it. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of uh, Kangaroo Court by mm. um, yeah. Capital mm-hmm. Cities. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a little similar. That's it's a, you know, there's the yeah. different differences, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It kind of seems like that cadence, you know, especially how he sings it. Yeah, it's a little, you know, it's a little similar. That's can, that's how I, I kind of see it. I can see how you can put those two together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song, by the way, is actually underrated. Very underrated. It's a good song. It's a, yeah. good song. It's a very good song. Very good song. Well, one of the next songs that. Um, that we uh holy shit is that a helicopter right overhead can you you can hear that get on birds well uh this next song that we found um now we knew that jeff bridges uh had a country project because he, he had that that movie yeah well, crazy heart crazy heart yes and he you know he wrote a few songs and he went out and toured for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, based not bad. On the, yeah, he's not bad. He's now, a talented motherfucker. I'm not. I'm not a fan of country. Nope. Per se. However, um, this song came up on YouTube and we were just trying to YouTube some actors that 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 are in bands mm-hmm. and we were pleasantly surprised by this track by by Jeff Bridges. It's called um, It's called What a Little Bit of Love Can Do and this came out in 2011 um, off the coattails of of that movie. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's more like a California country. So yeah, like kind of like the, the, not really the Eagles, but sort of in that kind of attitude. Um, it, it's like, Jesus, dude, you have so much gas oh, right dude, now. Hell yeah. <laughs> I downed those beers. I should have paced myself. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so again, this came out in 2011. It's classified as country. I thought it was enjoyable as fuck. Take a listen. You'll see what I mean. All right. 
really gonna take me home tonight? Oh, no, I can't unhear it. <laughs> it's in there for sure. And it's funny, I was gonna point that out too. <laughs> it's, it's really funny. Yeah. It's a good song. But it's a good song. It's a good song. It's a really good song, but it, the opening just. That was the first thing that popped in my head. We going out with him. But no, I mean the the lyrics, the sound, like dude, he sings. Really it's more bluesy, well. very than country, I think. Very bluesy. This particular song, yes. You know who? Um, you know who I kind of equated, equated to? It's like, in in more in more your fashion, it's like Hank Williams mm. and mm-hmm. Willie Nelson. Fuck. <laughs> Speaking of Willie Nelson, and this has nothing to do with, and we're not going to play a Willie Nelson track, but I just wanted to bring this up because that reminded me of it. This week, I don't know if you guys have heard, but um, people are up in arms over in Texas because Willie Nelson is going to be playing a Democratic um, uh, function. Oh, shocker. Here we go. Yeah, shocker. <laughs> people in Texas are like, what? Why is this guy like a, a country boy, you know, yeah. supporting the Democratic Party? He's like, really, really? dude? You really got to really? A guy who's been like a champion for cannabis, you, gay rights. You know what? I'm not a country fan. I'm by no means a country fan, but God damn it, man, I will respect Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson is an amazing dude. I've seen this guy live. I saw him at Coachella a long time ago. I think like in 09. Yeah, yeah. That guy brought it, man. That guy still got it. Dude, he's good. Like, yeah, he's, he's still really good. Like, he, he's entertaining. And I think where, again, where country went wrong started all with Garth Brooks and Toby Keith okay, and look, I got, all I that like shit. Brooks, okay? all right, yeah, no, it turns no, me no, up get, You get out. You get out. <laughs> <laughs> you can get out. Uh-huh. Yeah, but like, who are these motherfuckers who don't know like where Willie Nelson stands Seriously. on a lot of these issues? I, I, exactly. But no, that was pretty good, man. I'm very shocked at how well Jeff Bridges sounds. Sounds amazing in that yeah, song. He's a talented dude, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dude, you just get the gold. He wears many song. hats. You gotta, you gotta enjoy a little bit of the dude. A little bit of the dude. And one thing that we were finding too when we were trying to look for um, um, actors who who were, who were trying to you know get their foot in the door in, into the music industry is that a lot of them tend to go country. They do go country. It's, like, um, it's a cop out. It's so easy. I, I think it's, it's so a little, easy to write. I think look, it's easier to sing. Look, look at the last song. Look at the last song. How easy it was. To, I, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. And uh, who was the other guy? Uh, David Duchovny. David Duchovny. He's just a. He's just soft rock. Yeah. He's just mellow. There's also uh, yeah. Bruce Willis. He Bruce does. He has a blues band. I think. Is a blues band, band right? Because he plays the harmonica. He plays yeah. the harmonica and he sings oh, we, in the band. Uh, we probably watched the wrong music video it, last it was, night. Yeah, I'm he, sure nothing was, about it was good. You know what? He yeah. actually had a hit song, uh, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the one that was, <laughs> it was, yeah, right. it was, oh my god. It was, it was two 80s for my life. 80s written all over it. <laughs> and, uh, uh, god damn it, uh, Billy Bob Thornton oh, has, uh, has like that country. The Boxmasters. The Boxmasters. Box yes. Now, I remember back when the Boxmasters were coming out, and they went on this, um, this radio show. Mm-hmm. The guy, I guess before he went on, he asked, you know, please don't talk about my acting career. Uh-huh. Everybody already knows about it there's no reason to touch on it blah yeah, blah, yeah. blah motherfucker he makes the mistake of starting to talk about or uh, mention the, the the his acting career and billy bob had n- he wanted nothing to do with it uh, he's just like you he's like would you ask tom petty that like he just um it was weird uh so weird that when they were gonna play a live version of their of their single yeah um billy bob would just sat there just fucking burning a hole in the motherfucker's face, <laughs> staring at him, and he didn't sing a lyric. 
Oh, while the band was like no. very uncomfortable in the background. <laughs> no. It was so weird. You could probably find it on YouTube right uh, now. I definitely look that up. It, it's like chilling because, you know, Billy Bob, he, I mean, after all, he is an actor. He can be an intimidating motherfucker, too. <laughs> and yeah. it gives you that death stare, dude. How awkward was it in that room? You can hear oh a my God, dude. I'm I sure would not want to be there. I'm sure that dude was shitting his pants yeah, at, totally. as Billy Bob was just staring at him. At. <laughs> He's like, well, my career is over. Yeah. So uh, it was all over like the like the morning breakfast shows and shit like that the, the next day. But uh, uh, I saw the I saw that video. I was like, dude, that's that was a chilling stare that he was giving that motherfucker. I, I was going to I'm going to be looking this up. Yeah, after totally. This podcast. Yes. I recommend like, it. Oh, next time, listen to your interview. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, <Real> shit. <laughs> now, this last song and um, and we all know who Jason uh, Schwartzman is. He, he's on. He's on. Uh, Who is he, Foo? Yeah, tell us, Steph. <laughs> he is an actor. Ooh. And he. Axe? Pre- Axe? He, he, I believe you, that can, he. Just go I, I believe go so. Anyway, music wise, he was in Rooney and then he was in. In Phantom Planet. Phantom Planet. And now he's in another band called Coconut Records. Coconut That's Records. That's his own kind of... He, he built that one himself, yeah. right? Yes. Uh, That's but correct. one of my favorite bands um, in high school, because they're just... They were catchy motherfuckers. Now, he no longer drums for Phantom Planet, but uh, this is one of my favorite songs from Phantom Planet, and this is him on drums. It's uh, It came out back in 2001. It's from their album back then called The Guest, and the song is called Nobody's Fault. I think it's super catchy. Check oh, it out. Okay. Everything is okay, everything is fine I give you everything you ask for, don't be so unkind Well, every time you're mad about every little thing Well, it's too soon to pull out, I'll pull out that wedding ring I'm so ready, I'm not ready to still fall Just running right back home I guess it's Never had the time. Catchy as fuck, right? Sounds a little like uh, Mercy Music. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, a little uh, bit. Uh, uh, mercy, if, music, if, mercy, if Mercy Music had a piano. Yeah, if they had a piano. <laughs> if they had a piano. I, I meant more uh, lyrically wise than like, vocally wise. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's not bad. And um, again, for those of you who don't know who Jason Schwartzman is. Well, you didn't let me finish. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't even go there. You didn't even go there. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to set you Tell up. Us. Lean you that way. Tell us. Uh, where is Jason, Jason Schwartzman? That's awful. You know? oh, God damn it. This I think we're all drunk. contagious. Foobard. <laughs> Foobard. We're, we're on brand. He had his own <laughs> HBO show called Bored to Death. Yes, that was a great show with Zach oh Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis and Ted. Ted Danson. It's very, it's delightful it's and it's humorous. <laughs> and he's in uh, a couple of Wes Anderson movies. He's in a lot of Wes Anderson. He's in a lot Actually, of Wes Anderson. I want to say he's in almost all every of, almost all of them, yeah. Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, he was also in Scott Pilgrim, Scott Pilgrim Against the World versus the World versus the World. There it is. Yeah, yeah he was the last god, the last. Uh, boss. Uh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he was yeah. in that. He he's been in a lot Isn't of movies. Isn't he a Coppola too? Is yeah, he related yeah. To the yeah Coppola? he's related, he's related to, to Coppola and Nick Cage and, and Nick Cage and all of them. Who is yeah. also Nicholas Coppola? Nicholas that's Coppola. Right. Yep. 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 They, um, they make a fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> they do actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a really delicious. Give us some wine. <laughs> please, please. Um, yeah, it's not bad actually. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, the jump—pretty kicking ass on the drums right now. 
No, yeah, he's, he's a good drummer. And you know who else surprised me recently that I had no idea was a very good drummer? Uh, what's his uh, What's his nose? Uh, Joseph, <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. That guy. That did guy you rips see the, it. Did you see the video of him in the uh, New York subway playing? Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he rips it. Dude, yeah, yeah he just all about that. He fucking kicks ass. Like, I guess he's been playing ever since he was little. Like, mm-hmm. uh, when he was on Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. Like, they actually had a scene <gasps> where he was playing, and that's he was fucking right. kicking ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he plays. Yeah, yeah he's he, badass. Yeah, he rips it up, man. Um, well, that's it for the music segment. I hope you guys liked it. Um, maybe we should do something similar to this uh, some other time, if we ever find any other actors who, who happen to be in bands. Good bands. Good bands. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> there's plenty of those. Let's uh, clarify there's this. There's plenty of those. We're not talking about like Lady Gaga no, no, or no, no, Rihanna no, no, or no, anything no, no, like that. No, no, We're no. talking about like real people. They're talented. Yeah, They're very talented. talented. I can't do what they yeah. do. No. No, but I don't think that they... I mean, they write music, obviously, with yeah. their heart and soul, but I don't think they write it the same way like I, how you get with rock. I mean, I think rock has more involved in it because not only are you focused on creating and writing the lyrics mm-hmm. you also got to worry about the tune you know actually getting mm-hmm. in sync whereas you have lady gaga and Nicki minaj you know most of the time they're just in a booth it's you produced. know it's produced it's it's, 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 produced. it's heavily produced and often written for them yes yeah. you know there's a lot of ghostwriting involved mm-hmm. whereas in rock the majority of the time it's just that's the band that's just them putting themselves out there yeah. that's yeah. why i appreciate it a little bit more yeah totally yeah well, well, thanks, guys. Uh, this was a fun show. Oh, yeah. I, I like it. There, yeah. We're thinking of maybe having some additions to the show. I think the the, the show's evolving as we go. This Very has been much. A, it's been a fun 36 episodes so far. Oh, yeah. We've been doing this since May. Looking um, back on it, there's been a there's been a good few handful of And there's uh, been episodes. a few stinkers. That's for goddamn oh, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, it sounds we, like we're uh, coming to an end. We, no, 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 no. We're just getting started. We're just getting started. <laughs> I think this is a good time to reflect on what You guys, it's been a good gone. run. I think we should call it after 40. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, just like Vontae Davis, let's quit at the half, guys. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) That's it. I'm retiring. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you all very much for listening into the Foo Bar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod on most major podcast apps, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Show. That's FWOBarshow.com. And Show is our handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out, drop us a line, and we'll fill it up like a couple of foods. Ah! I've been Josie. I've been Josie. <laughs> and for Steph, don't be a dick. Is this where I find the balls? Say it again. Oh, I'm so glad I hit record as that happened. <laughs> <laughs>